Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Today is Take Back the Lunch Break Day. Yeah, they really do have a day for absolutely everything. It's an initiative that was um, it was first launched in the States back in 2018 and it was brought out to try and tackle the 24-7 culture of the modern workplace. And of course, now, since the pandemic, with the rise of the remote and hybrid working scene, it's obviously had a further impact on that and I wonder whether the lines have become blurred are you quite particular about your break is it 12 to 1 maybe you take the break during lunchtime here 1 to 2 or perhaps uh, like many of us it's a, maybe a sandwich and a coffee at the desk 1800 453 if you want to join us today on the programme about it Caroline Reedy is the managing director of the HR suite and also an employment law expert Caroline we are entitled to a break but why do we not take it as you rightly said, Andrea, the lines have got blurred um, for a lot of people because they're working from home or because their workload is uh, quite a lot that they just feel it's easier to take the lunch on the go and basically get through the work. And for many, I suppose that lunch break or that tea break that might have been in some jobs a lot more kind of sacred has definitely in many jobs, particularly remote ones now, definitely got more diluted. Is this an area that you get much correspondence um, from from employers or employees, Caroline, about? I think many employers, they're aware of their obligations, particularly since the right to disconnect came in there earlier, you know, in the last year or so people, there's a lot more spotlight on the fact that people, they need to be left switch off after they finish their working day. And that I think helped greatly with somebody who's going back on and working on their emails or needing to be contactable all the time. And I think that really helped in terms of spotlighting the right to disconnect after you finish your day. I think for many employers, they're um, encouraging people to say, look, these are your breaks, but they don't really do much to actually enforce them. But the legislation outlines under the Organisation of Working Time Act that everybody is entitled to a 15 minute break after working four and a half hours or anybody who works more than six hours is entitled to a half hour break, which can be, if scheduled within the four and a half hours, include the 15 minute break as well. So that's the statutory entitlement. In most people's contract, Mm. it says you're entitled to an hour for lunch or, you know, it might say something different to that. But I would say in terms of it actually happening, that's probably not uh, the case. And I'd say many of your listeners are working through their lunch today thinking, well, that might be the legislation. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Maybe they're not getting it. You see, and it's probably funny, Caroline, and I'd like to hear people, listeners experience actually of this. I mean, I often wonder, is it dependent on what your own manager, like what your own line manager does? If they're the kind of person who works through the lunch break and they're at the desk and they don't, you know, they run out and get a sandwich and come back to the office and, and eat at the desk. It's harder sometimes to say, well, I'm going to nip out now for 40 minutes and I'll be back then after my lunch. Yeah, I think without doubt the culture that's set within the organisation has a big factor to play. 
but in the whole um, era of well-being and making time in the office more meaningful. And I think many of us are very much aware of the fact that people are a lot more productive if they actually do take their breaks and they actually get that opportunity to recharge rather than just um, moving from one thing to the next thing. So it's all the research tells us in certain jobs, it's going to be mental clarity and in jobs that require physical activity, etc. from a health and safety perspective, it's really important mm. that people get their breaks. So I think the benefit of getting the break, like many now they do exercise classes or they go for a walk during their break. But you're right, if that's the culture that's set within the organisation, uh, people are going to be a lot more likely to actually do it rather than the fact of some cultures, it's a case of everybody's working through all their breaks and they're working late in the evening and it makes it much harder for somebody to try and introduce good habits um, if not everybody is uh, approaching it that way in that work organisation. Stay with us, Caroline, because I actually have another Caroline, a caller with us too on the programme today. Caroline, thanks for for getting in touch with us. You don't think that we make the most of our lunch breaks by comparison to other countries. Why is that? No, I don't. I think um, we have a culture in Ireland now which has been imported from America, which is living to work instead of working to live. The Irish always works to live. And we've changed so much. We do a disservice to ourselves by not taking our lunch break. You're undermining and disrespecting yourself by not taking a break from the work, going out into the fresh air, getting some food and some fresh air and some clarity of thought. And people don't realise how, how tired you become during the day. And if you stay at the desk munching a sandwich, you're exhausted by four o'clock, so the last two hours of the day aren't worth damn. Whereas if you take your hour, have some fresh air, something to eat, have a walk, you mm. can do that in an hour, you are clear again, like you were at nine o'clock in the morning. And people don't see the value in this. This is a valuable thing. So that the four hours in the afternoon you have to work, you're clear for work. Your mind is cleared, ready to go again, and you're energised. Yeah. But no, they're all munching a sandwich, becoming fat, sitting there just worshipping at the altar of work. We have to change our attitudes. Life is too short to be obsessed with the job because at the end of it, there's a very good film which people should watch. It's an under. It's not a. It's a little-known film with Jack Nicholson in it. It's called About Schmidt, and it's about a man who is devoted to the company. And at the beginning of the company, he gets his watch at the end of his term. Yeah. And then for the whole film, it explores how he has abandoned his whole life to work. And in his retirement, he actually has nothing because he, he, he identified himself in his work. He developed nothing else his whole life. And as a result of that, for his retirement, he was a lost man. And people have to respect themselves more and realise work is just a means to an end. It's not, it's not who you are. It shouldn't define you. And, and unfortunately, we've got lost in this mm. Americanism of being defined by our work. Yeah. I would be inclined to kind of agree with you, Caroline. Like, is, is that a fair point, do you think, Caroline Reedy? I think um, a lot of people have, without doubt, um, reassessed their priorities over the last couple of years. And we've seen people um, decide that work-life balance is actually one of their priorities now. And when people are deciding whether they'll stay in the job they're in or they'll work somewhere else, they're looking at things like flexibility, think like work-life balance. I think for most people, there is 
um, a definite need that people need to work financially in terms of cost of living and you know managing bills, etc. But people are doing it a lot smarter. People want to have that flexibility that they have time in the morning or time in the evening that they're not sitting in a car commuting. And we've seen that in the last number of years where now as we've come out of the pandemic, people are saying, but I still want to work remotely so I have a better work-life balance. Mm. And I think a lot more awareness has been put on the fact that, as the other Caroline rightly said, you know, we're not here to, it's the the live to work rather than the work to live. I think we have started to see that balance readjust and people are um, staying in jobs that are going to look after their work-life balance well and leaving jobs that don't. So I think people are speaking with their feet as a result. Okay. Are you good Caroline, um, are you particular about taking your lunch break? I see a text in here from Teresa in Cork who says, I take my lunch break nearly every day. Caroline is dead right. And I think I'm much more productive after getting a good break away from the desk. I, I would suppose. take my lunch break. I always never missed it. And sometimes I took 10 minutes or 15 minutes too much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you admit that, Caroline. <laughs> yeah. And it, so this is the, the 11s and the four o'clocks. Oh, all of them. Yeah, you take every bit of it. I found, I found, and people find this, when you're doing a job and you're good at it, you don't need 40 hours in the week to complete your tasks. You can do them in 25. And a lot of people can do all their work in 25 hours. So that other 15 hours, what is Mm. being done? Chatting, drinking water, zipping to the loo. Dossing. Internet surfing, you know what I mean? Yeah. People don't work 40 hours a week. And and the idea that they do is, is bullshit. Right. Well, Caroline, really, just on that, like, I mean, you know, I suppose it does depend sector to sector. And aside from that, like just on, on, on Caroline's point there, um, it, it's I, I imagine a lot of people or certainly people I know, they tend to work through their lunch break on the basis that they kind of try and build up the time. If they're clocking up the hours to just get out a little bit earlier on a Friday. Yeah, and I suppose we're trialling now in Ireland, we're one of the many countries trialling the four-day week concept. Um, we're already uh, trialling the concept of people just working mornings, three days. You know, there's loads of different new ways of working that have become the norm for lots of people. And I think for more and more people, it's what's the balance that suits their lives and the importance of having enough time to recharge within the day so that they've got that clarity of thought and they're not getting burnt out. And that's different for everybody, but there are minimum guidelines to ensure that people are more productive and fresher. And I think by working with people to identify their working styles, their preferences, etc., we're going to have a more motivated workforce. They're going to be more motivated and focused on getting the job done, a healthier workforce, and also a happier one that's more likely yeah. to stay, which I think is huge at the minute. And this texter as well making the point as well, they work in the, the um, construction sector and they actually have to take breaks due to health and safety reasons. 53106 is the number. Is the lunch break, the old traditional 12 to 1 or 1 to 2, is it a thing of the past? Are you particular about taking, just like Caroline the caller there, are you quite particular about taking every single minute of the breaks during the day? Even a few extra as well. Don't be afraid to tell us. Let us know. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.